Hey friends, Jacqueline here. Based on all the amazing things we are seeing happen online, we are predicting this is going to be one of the busiest seasons for e-commerce ever. Are you ready for it? No matter what stage of business you're in, the one thing we do know is you need to show up and create content that actually matters to your customers during this 2020 holiday season. But wait, you may be thinking, sounds great, but what do I actually say to them without being salesy? Don't worry, friends. We've got you covered this holiday season. Introducing 101 plus content ideas beyond the discount 2020 edition, a bundle of tools, prompts, and video training that helps you create content this holiday season to reach out to your customers beyond just offering discounts, which is uber important to having a profitable Q4. This is created specifically for you to use during this 2020 holiday season. So what's included? 101 plus content prompts to be used on social media, emails, and in live videos. Three months of edible calendars filled with daily content ideas for marketing in 2020 quarter four. Monthly checklists for 2020 holidays to inspire content and calendar prompts. Five holiday plug and play scripts that will help you show up easily on video to stand out from the big guys. And this is one of our favorites, the easiest way to have a 12 days of holiday sales or a cyber month sales worksheet plus video trainings and so much more. If you want to check it out, make sure to grab 101 content ideas beyond the holiday discount 2020 holiday edition. We wanted to make this holiday season as sweet as pumpkin pie that we are practically giving this away. Head to holidaycontentideas.com right now. And let's make this your most profitable holiday season ever. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey everybody, Jacqueline and Mina here, your co-hosts of the Product Boss Podcast. Today, we will be sharing a conversation we had with a fellow female founder. You see, we believe women helping women is what the world needs more of. Introducing our female founder episodes, where we interview fellow female entrepreneurs and highlight their small business. Our goal is to shine a spotlight on product businesses to encourage our community to support each other learn from each other, buy from each other, and lift each other up. So let's jump in. Today, we want to welcome Angie Clay of Liberate and Lather to the podcast. Welcome, Angie. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. We're thrilled to have you. You've been a part of our community, I feel like, from the very beginning. And today, we want to talk about your journey to visibility. Um, And I think this is really going to start in the time of what happened when COVID sort of just shut your business down in the way that you were thinking and the things that you've done and grown um, in those last several months, because what you've done has been truly inspiring and amazing. So again, thank you for being on the podcast with us. Well, thank you for the compliment. I really appreciate it. We're huge fans. So 
Um, tell us first and foremost, a little bit about your business. It's Livered and Lather. So what do you make? So I make a soap and candles because anything that helps enhance the bathing experience um, is really what my business is about. I named my business Liberate and Lather because I knew that I wanted to go deeper than just, you know, the bathtub and the bubbles and the, the oils and rose petals. But to really, at the end of the day, sometimes we have things that's right, that is inside of us, problems, anxiety. And I really want that liberating piece to really focus on alleviating some of that. That's, that's awesome. And where are you, where are you at, Angie? Share with us where you're located. Sure. I live in Washington state. So most people think Washington, they think automatic Seattle, but I live in Eastern Washington in the Columbia basin area. Amazing. And I have your candle right here. Um, I always, I always, I love this one so much. It's called Charleston pralines. It's just the most delicious smell I've ever smelled in my life. Um, so do you make everything yourself? Is it all made at home? Yes. I make everything myself, my hands. I used to have my business inside of my home. And then in January, I decided that I really needed to have a studio just because I was just waiting for the truck to pull up and the hoarding show would come and say, hi, you're our special this week because my business was growing and growing and growing and the kitchen, the living room, the hallway. And so I really needed to, if I wanted to expand, I knew that I needed to have a place. And so I decided in January to move into a studio and grow from there. So that was in January of 2020. And then cut to March of 2020, as we said, you were in Seattle, which we were saying sort of was like the grand mm-hmm. ground zero of the pandemic in the States, in the United States. And um, tell us a little bit about what had happened on that day that you said that like there was the shutdown because you had basically planned to be in a lot of different trade shows this year, right? Right. So with my business, I travel around the state and I join festivals and farmers markets. And then this year I wanted to expand. I wanted to hire people to work different markets while I would go over into Seattle and tap into that market. And I decided that's why I decided to get the studio. And then I was asked by um, a news station in Tacoma to come over and do a women's show. And that weekend is when COVID really hit the news. And so I had to come home and repivot because in March I still had a couple of shows And it was one specific weekend that everything across the country shut down. And I remember I was getting ready to leave for a show. I packed my car up and all of a sudden my emails, they started coming in one by one by one. And each show that I had for every weekend lined up for the year canceled. And it was just as if like I was looking at the stock market and my life savings was gone. I was just like, what in the world am I going to do? And just like the rest of the world, I just looked and waited for a second. But if I remember correctly, you wanted to be out of trade shows though, right? Yes, that is the secret. <laughs> <laughs> I so <really> COVID <laughs> did you a, a sort of a blessing in that, okay, I think you were putting out in the universe a little bit that, you know what, eventually I do want to be out of trade shows. Oh, do you now? Prove it's your fault. (laughs) You brought it. (laughs) Just yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And so yes, so it it turned out, you know, that the trade shows were canceled. And then what? What happened then? What did you decide to do? So after that, I was connected with you and Jacqueline, right? And so I was in the Dash program, and then you know, you immediately you started holding my hand. You were like, okay, it's going to be okay. You know, it's all right. This is what we need to do to pivot. And one of the things that you were teaching was really to become visible. I mean, that's 
the core of your foundation anyway, right? Visibility, mm-hmm. always get in front of your customer's bestsellers. And so I decided, what can we do? What could I do during this time period? And a lot of times when you give free, then you can really receive a lot of things. So I just thought, what can I do to get in front of people? And I thought a lot of other women are probably struggling with their businesses. Why not just tap into that, sit down, interview them, talk about how are you coping doing COVID, apply the information I was getting from you two to my business. And that visibility has helped really like been a platform for my business. Yeah. Which leads us to that. You're coming out with a podcast, right? Could you tell us a little bit about the title and what is happening with that and the, the interviews that you did? Sure. So um, it's liberating, um, liberating lab. I'm going to keep the name the same. It's really a journey through self-care because at the end of the day, the water goes down the drain, but not always our problems and the issues that we face. And so being a creative and other creatives, we have a hard time in that balance of taking time to implement self-care for ourselves. And self-care is healthcare, And it's the new buzzword, but it's more than just rose petals. It really is about tapping and taking a trek within. And so that's what we talk about on the podcast. When I interview the ladies, we talk about self-care. How are they using occupational wellness, for example, as a part of their business? Because when you wake up every day and you love what you're doing, that helps with self-care. But if you have a job and you sit there and you watch the clock for lunch, then you watch the clock for the next break and you drink a lot of water so you can keep getting up to go to the bathroom. Like, I mean, really, that's stress and anxiety. And so when we look at different keys of wellness, that really aids into self-care. And so that's what we talk about on the podcast. So is your background in wellness or self-care? Or what's your background before becoming a product boss? My, I have a master's in education and counseling. So I used mm-hmm. to work on a crisis team and work with people who were in distress. And so that is probably why I have that piece of my business. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really, I mean, cause not everyone can, um, not everyone forms that circle or figures it out. Right. And it, and it doesn't, and it's not for everyone. So if you are making candles or bath and body, it doesn't mean that this is the same journey for you, but it is really interesting how you took something from your past or your experience and also the, the gaps that you're seeing, especially for women and women, women business owners. So Mm -hmm. I love all the visuals you give and your descriptions. One of the things you said in our pre-interview was that you saw COVID as this opportunity that you had all these ideas sort of stacked in boxes in the back of your mind. And when COVID happened and there was all this time, all of a sudden you were like, Oh, that pushed you to sort of look at those and say, what am I going to unpack? And what am I actually going to work on? And I thought I was like, Oh, I love that visual because not everyone did take action, right? Some people just kept putting more and more boxes right. in the back of their mind. They packing tape them closed, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's what I had to do. I had to unpack because I said, my business is called Liberate and Lather, right? So I was focused on the lather, getting up, making the product, going to the markets. And then people were like, hey, do you have a website? And I was like, yeah, I have a website. You know, if you don't see what's on there, then you can go ahead and just give me a call. You know, I really wasn't pushing the website. It was always something that I really wanted to do. And so with COVID, it made me sit down, unpack that box of how would I want my website to um, look and how do I want to show up in a saturated market? So what would be the spin that makes me a little bit different? Right. Mm -hmm. It really gave your brand a voice, right? It was COVID said, okay, well, this is your chance to speak up and be visible, but you did it in a way of really expressing, here's my brand's voice. And I'm going to step into it. 
right? I'm going to step into it rather than stepping away from it. And I think that's the decision that we all had to make during that time. Where am I going to lean into where I'm going to step into, where am I going to step into? And I love that we are there with you because I do even remember, cause you were, you know, Washington state being kind of the hub of all things that happened in the beginning of the pandemic. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it was, especially during that time, I saw you even um, putting a voice to local, right? You were reaching out locally. And so that was your first next step is, okay, well, I don't know how to show up, but you know what? I'm going to start locally. And I remember you actually, you know, putting it out there. Hey, if you're, you know, Washington state, I will deliver to you or I will meet up with you. Right. So Mm -hmm. I really like that. Yes. And that's one of the things that one, it was determination. I was just like, Hey, I, have to make this work. I cannot let my store shut down like during this time period. And that was just in my head. And so I applied for grants whenever there was opportunities for, you know, businesses that were affected by COVID, I would just apply, apply to those grants. And I received two grants during that time. And so that helped me um, stay open. I just pivoted. I would bring your product to your porch or you can pull right on up. I'm on a busy street. I'll bring your things out to you. Um, and they also just gave me time to implement what I was learning from your courses. A lot of people decided, hey, well, I could, you know, take this money and spend it on groceries. But for me, it was just like, I needed to keep some systems in place because we needed to have that network during this time. Because some people who don't have businesses would say, close it up and just figure out, you know, don't sit here, but you need people that are like-minded, you know, Mm. other people that are running businesses understand why you're like keeping coaches in your lives. Why are you like doing this thing? Because that's what we need fundamentally for our businesses to grow that sense of community. Yeah. Because Angie, you bought survival kit course bundle, right? Yes. Yeah. And you're in that. So yeah, during that time was when we showed up for survival kit course bundle and really helped during that time. But I agree. Um, You see a lot of small businesses cut down their marketing, which is visibility, and you see them cut down on coaching, right? Because they feel like those are things that they don't need to invest in. Also, the other thing that they cut down on is self-care. Mm-hmm. So you'll see like, oh, I don't need face masks anymore, but you do actually need all of those things because you can't grow without marketing. You can't grow probably without a coach because you need that um, encouragement and you need the, the the route you need to take. And also self-care, you actually do need that because you need that mental relief that you give too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things you saw because it was the first time, I mean, I, the isolation that hit and it was like, and that's what we saw. We saw people constrict and just go, I, I have to stop. Did you ever feel like you had to stop selling? Because a lot of people said that they felt like it was inappropriate to sell at that time. Did you ever feel that way? No, because it's my product is a consumable product. Right. I mean, you don't want to smell stinky. I mean, you still need some soap. Right? <laughs> you know, soap like, is number you one. Still, you know, you stop <laughs> right? bathing, like we really do have a serious issue. Like yeah. these things, you know, you still need to have, um, but I did not increase my prices. I just kind of did more like add-ons. For example, for free, I would just go and drop off a, po- a package on your porch. So that way you don't have to worry about shipping, especially if you were local um, and just kept showing up. Um, if I had things I was slow moving, just kind of offer like a little sale, whatever. But I didn't increase any prices during that time just to show sensitivity to the time period in which we were right. living. Um, but 
and just added on just things that people needed to feel better and to feel comfortable with continuing to do my, you know. And I know when I ordered from you too, you also gave like a little sample candle and my daughter like mm-hmm. stole it from me. She's like, this yeah, is oh my, my gosh, one. mine too. Really? It's just uh-huh. hers. That's hers. So I think one of the things I'm just, I want everyone to just pay attention to here is that, you know, Angie, your business was, you you had a business and you had a business that maybe wasn't working for you in the way that you wanted. And the pan, and I think a lot of us at that time, we were doing things, we were just kind of caught up in life and as is, right? It usually takes something major to shake us up and make a change. And this obviously shook up the world. Um, and you move forward. And, and I think what you said is like, you leaned in, you leaned into coaches, you leaned into community, you invested into courses, you invested into, I, cause I think you also work with some other people as well. You were like, are you, do you identify as an introvert or an extrovert? Can I go with ambivert? <laughs> yes, you can. I, cause I actually thought you were more introverted, but then when you're telling me that you have a podcast and all these interviews that you kind of just like put up and did, I was like, Oh, that wasn't actually what I expected. So it's pretty amazing sort of what this, what happened, how it just really shifted you in like the course of your business. Did you think you were going to have a podcast back in February and March? (laughs) No, I just wanted to have, you know, the videos and just talk, you know, you know, how are you feeling during this time? How did you switch over? And Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden it's turning into something that's more, I just have created such bonds with all the ladies that I've interviewed with, I mean, like we talk regularly, you know, it's just been mm-hmm. amazing. I think I'm more introverted online. It's weird. Okay. I, being a psychology major, I would like to do some research on that. It seems like only <laughs> the introverts become the extroverts online and the extroverts kind of become the introverts. Uh-huh. Cause I'm real, I'm online. I'm just, I'm like, why am I that way? I kind of fall back and watch. Mm-hmm. You meet me in person. I'm like, Hey, who's your mom? Who's your dad? Who's your cousin? Like, <laughs> What's you know, your blood type? Social security right, number. Yeah, I want to get all in your business, but I'm like online. I'm just real quiet. This is weird. You say that, but I do know that like when we're ta- when we go live, you're 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 very supportive of us and you're commenting. So we and your visibility. So I think the the general conversation here about visibility. This is what I've seen from you, right? We've known of you because you were visible just in responding to us. So if we went live, Angie was there. We know Angie's there. You're supportive of us, and you comment, you respond. So mm-hmm. visibility was one like we started noticing your name and then liberate and lather. And then you joined our courses or our community. And then, and then we got to know your business a bit better. And then as you've seen like this, these incremental steps to being visible, there's people right now watching live on Facebook that are saying, Hey, Angie, Angie, good to see you. You're such a rock star. All these people know you that are kind of posting because you have become visible in our community. We talk about your product all the time because you were visible to us and we, we purchased Mm -hmm. from you to the other women that you're creating community around. And so I think the, the kind of like the soup, the, the big like pot that you're mixing right now, that's actually growing liberated and lather as a brand is that you've just seen that invisibility in more places and it wasn't visibility at more trade shows, mm-hmm. right? It was visibility and connections with people. You could build all of this from being safe at home. Um, and it wasn't that you had to take your time and your savings and invest it into trade shows and show up and see the the random people that walked by the booth, but that you had such a greater impact online and through the ways that you've done it. So it's just really impressive to see how your bath and body lather candle company has actually expanded into something so much more than that. Thank you so much. That really means a a lot, you know, and I think, you know, how you hear people speak about the ones that, you know, they're out there and they've made it and they say, you're focused on like what you love, like focus on, the, not so much the money. And I, and that's what I've been doing. One, I think it was in June, I added up my, my sales. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. 
Like I was just $200 shy of what I made getting up every Saturday morning and going down to the farmer's market. <laughs> I just like, couldn't believe it. I was just like, oh my goodness. So like, without this- trade shows, you made the same amount of revenue. Pretty much. Yep. Yeah. You got to sleep in a little maybe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Right. I think that you have something really special. And I think this is what we all need to keep in mind for visibility is that, um, and I've seen this with Angie and even with us, is that you keep the conversation going. I always feel like it's an ongoing conversation. That's essentially what community is. People think community is like building this thing around you. It's actually an ongoing conversation. So I think that with you, especially, you know, it's, it feels nice to the way that you say things, the way even you know, your self-care is a conversation with yourself, right? Sometimes we don't listen to what we need from ourselves. And so I think it's nice to have you reflect that oftentimes too, is because it's like, oh, I do need to take care of myself. I can do it in these little things. And it is a part of even like my health. And so um, visibility for you has been voicing that for us, you know, the conversation within ourselves and then actually in the community too. I really think that that's, you really tapped into your superpower during this time of COVID. And I'm super excited to see you even grow beyond that. Thank you so much. I'm really excited, you know, because at first I was a little nervous because I've designed my business, you know, the candles that come in the tins and it's mainly for the person who's on the go. So if you go to your Mm. Airbnb, you want a piece Uh of home, like you can just throw the candle in your purse. Uh, shampoo bars so that you don't have to check bags in if you want to go from Seattle to Portland for the weekend. And I thought, oh, my business kind of traveled. What am I going to do during COVID? You know, it's like, how can I still encourage people? And that's why I try to, in my descriptions, I try to Charleston pralines. I remember a time being in South Carolina and having a praline in Charleston, South Carolina. And when Mm -hmm. I smell that candle, I was just like inside our heads, we can still go places, staycations and still experience things through our senses. So mm-hmm. that's what I've been trying to do in my pivot. I have that candle. What what is that one called? The Sunday one? Is that the Sunday one? Um, you know, the Sunday Islands one. This one um is called uh gelato in Milan. Um, so I have one and I actually didn't know that that was for travel, but the reason why I love your candles is because, so the ones that I have are, have like a stone in it and it has, um, kind of like a dried flower in it. I love them because it feels like a tangible way of taking care of myself. Like I look at those and it seems very intentional what you put in there. But the cool thing that I realized too, is when I lit them, those objects actually sink to the bottom and it feels like you're covering them up. And then when you light the candle again, it softens the wax and you can see the items at the bottom. And I think that that really relates to self-care, but I think it's very beautiful in that, that you actually were the ones that collected those items and put that in there and put a story to it. So Mm -hmm. you guys have to check out these candles. They're amazing. Yeah. The stones come from around Eastern Washington. I have a friend, he collects rocks and he gives them to me, he tumbles them and everything. And then at the farmer's market, there's a flat, a lady that has a flower um, farm. And so at the end of the market, I'm like, Hey, what do you do with those flowers? And it's just like, Oh, I just, they kind of dry out and die. I'm like, well, can I have them? And then I just been pressing them. And then I was like, Oh, I'll put them in the candles. And so it's soy wax. So soy doesn't burn as hot as like uh, beeswax. So it's nice. It'll just float to the bottom. Or if you have kids and you have, they like to collect rocks. Well, at the oh, end, yeah. they can have them. <laughs> Yeah. There's something just, I think, I think even more so. And as you grow as a brand too, there's so much more story to each candle. 
that mm-hmm. talking to you, Mina and I just learned something special about the candles that we already have, the the journey that we take, the scent, the scent recognition, the idea of if we can't travel right now, but we can by lighting these senses, this little the surprises inside. You know, it's like we talk about grab bags for kids or people just love those little surprises. Um, you know, cracker jacks cracker jack boxes, right? Like the the thing Mm -hmm. inside. So there's something really kind of special about these. And I think it's even in a very subdued way that you haven't really fully expressed that yet, but I think that you will find your way there as well. So thank you for bringing us delight in our homes, especially during this COVID-19 pandemic time. Um, Really your candles have lit up our lives. Like in our, you know, (laughs) literally and figuratively. Yes. Um, During, we light them during recordings. Like we have them Mm -hmm. all over. So think about it. You're in Charleston's and Sunday Islands is um, it's uh, islands off of, I think, Indonesia. So I did some Mm -hmm. research from where like the pomegranate that's Mm -hmm. inside that scent, where it comes from. Uh, the Mangosteen, the Mangosteen, and oh, it's, yes. it's Sunday Island. And I was like, oh, I'm going to name it. <laughs> yes. So, Beautiful. Yeah, and I do love that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it too, so much. So tell our listeners how they can follow you, buy from you and um, share you. Okay. So I'm on all platforms at Liberate and Lather. And then the website is liberateandlather.com. So I hope to connect with you really soon. And you can follow her at Liberate and Lather on Instagram. She has a lot there. And then when the podcast comes out, um, make sure to search for Liberate and Lather or her name. Are you going to go by Angie Clay or Angela Clay when they search it? Angie. Angie Clay. That's So look up the words that we have in this podcast if you want to follow her along and subscribe to her podcast as well. So Mm -hmm. thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Hey friends, Jacqueline here. Based on all the amazing things we are seeing happen online, we are predicting this is going to be one of the busiest seasons for e-commerce ever. Are you ready for it? No matter what stage of business you're in, the one thing we do know is you need to show up and create content that actually matters to your customers during this 2020 holiday season. But wait, you may be thinking, sounds great, but what do I actually say to them without being salesy? Don't worry, friends, we've got you covered this holiday season. Introducing 101 plus content ideas beyond the discount 2020 edition, a bundle of tools, prompts, and video training that helps you create content this holiday season to reach out to your customers beyond just offering discounts, which is uber important to having a profitable Q4. This is created specifically for you to use during this 2020 holiday season. So what's included? 101 plus content prompts to be used on social media, emails, and in live videos. Three months of edible calendars filled with daily content ideas for marketing in 2020 quarter four. Monthly checklists for 2020 holidays to inspire content and calendar prompts five holiday plug and play scripts that will help you show up easily on video to stand out from the big guys. And this is one of our favorites, the easiest way to have a 12 days of holiday sales or a cyber month sales worksheet, plus video trainings and so much more. If you want to check it out, make sure to grab 101 content ideas beyond the holiday discount 2020 holiday edition. We wanted to make this holiday season as sweet as pumpkin pie that we are practically giving this away. Head to holidaycontentideas.com right now. And let's make this your most profitable holiday season ever.